Merhaba ve hoş geldiniz. Hello and welcome to our podcast all about the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus and all who live, work or visit there. Now, I have to say, uh, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that we've been a little bit silent for a couple of weeks as my co-host and former BBC broadcaster friend, Roger Barra, has travelled to the UK for a family funeral. So obviously recording's been a little bit tricky. I'm in Jersey at the moment as well, so that hasn't helped. But I'm glad to say we've hooked up. He joins me now. And uh, Roger, you're not quite back in the TRNC yet, is that right? That's right. It's Saturday morning and we travel back to uh, Erjan via Istanbul tomorrow. So uh, one more day here in the UK. I'm in deepest Dorset, right in the middle of nowhere where brother-in-law lives. And Stuart and Ross have got this amazing house that you go for a walk and you're just in woodlands and hills and valleys. It's right away from the maddening crowd. And of course, being England, it's so lush and green. And we've been very lucky with the weather because most of the torrential rain's been at night time. And so it's been sunny during the day and early morning sunshine in autumn in England, I find very different, different from the TRNC. It's almost like the sun is more, not more potent in terms of heat, but, but the, there's no dust, there's no, no haze. It's just direct light. And, uh, and I've rather enjoyed it, I have to say. It makes it sound like you almost miss England. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, but yesterday we, we went for lunch in a railway carriage oh, in this wow. incredible place. Uh, some people may have heard of West Bay, which is between Weymouth and uh, is very close to Bridport, right on the south coast of Dorset. Uh, and it's l- literally West Bay Railway Station, which shut in 1930. So it's... It's been shut nearly 100 years, but there's this magnificent restaurant there. And we went for a slap-up lunch, like a farewell lunch with the family. And then we went back via Chesil Beach, you know, that wonderful, um, and took photographs and everything. So, yeah, I've got to say, I've, I've enjoyed being in the UK, not for a very nice reason we're here, but I've actually enjoyed seeing the family, being in the UK uh, for a short period of time. But you know what, I... I can't wait to get back to get back home. That's where I want to be. I want to be home. And actually, I feel the same. I've been in Jersey for a month now, um, reading the news uh, weekends and uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yes, I must admit. I, I mean, it's been brilliant being here and I've seen loads of people and I've crammed into a, a month what some people would take six, eight months to do. You know, when you visit somewhere, you just got to visit everybody, haven't you? Um, but I must admit, I'm looking forward to uh, to getting home as well. I've just got my fingers crossed for Condor Ferries because we've had very high winds. You know what it's like. They're cancelled for today and tomorrow um, and I'm sailing Monday so fingers crossed that um, the wind calms down a little bit it's not too choppy to get home so (laughs) good luck with that thank you very much indeed so obviously going back to the UK traveling backwards and forwards means you've experienced the new Ejan airport terminal so um, so how did you find that well like everyone's been saying Sarah who's used it it's a mixed package obviously it's it's brand new it's modern and as you drive in you've got this wonderful almost deserted dual carriageways it's a bit like going into Heathrow you go underneath the tunnel underneath the runway and then eventually the road bends round divides into three to pass the terminal building each side of all three roads have double yellow lines and each side of all three roads is just full of parked cars. <laughs> and 
<laughs> and and so as we're going in, I said to the taxi driver, "Where are the car parks?" He said, "I don't know. We've never we've never used them." <laughs> so this is so typical TRNC. You know, you've got this brand new facility, empty car parks, and everybody's parked on double yellow lights. Now, let me go through what we found. Now, um, Mrs. B has mobility issues, and for a long time, she's booked assistance for years and years. And like most airports, I'm not having to go at Urshan here. Most airports are not very good at when you get out of your car, getting to check-in. They're okay. Once you get to check-in, yes, you put, we'll bring a wheelchair. But getting to the check-in can be an absolute nightmare. The worst place, by the way, is Heathrow Terminal 5. Absolutely scandalous. The disability section is about two miles away from the entrance to the building. You know the best place we found in the world? Larnaca Airport. Now, I don't often say anything good about the South Side or at least their <laughs> political attitudes, but Larnaca Airport has a disability section as soon as you walk inside departures, and that's it. You just mm. sit down and you're seen to. And of course, not being a, a big airport, it, 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 it's fairly simple, but you know, full marks to Larnaca. So that needs improving here uh, uh, at Erjan. <laughs> the clocks. There's loads of clocks. They either say four o'clock or eight o'clock. They're not working, but they are correct twice a day, of course. (laughs) So that needs the worst thing, apart from the disability access before you get to check in, is the sound system, the PA PA system is, as many people have said, you just cannot hear it. Whoever designed that has absolutely no idea about acoustics. Good, Absolutely. Good. It's a it's a it actually is so bad and it's embarrassing. You know, I want to say the greatest things about the new airport, but you cannot even tell what the language is, whether it's Turkish or English. It's no. that indistinct. It's just it's like you go into a recording studio and you put full echo, full reverb on the voice because of the acoustics of the building. You know, you have to take that all into account and and oh anyway. Oh. But it's comfortable, it's proper, you know. <laughs> you, 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 don't, you don't get wet walking out to the plane now, you know. And, and, and obviously most of these things will be eventually sorted out. So, you know, there's good things, there's bad things. It's easier to tell you about the bad things that need repairing. The fact is it's a brand new airport, effectively, and, of course, having a new, much longer runway means that technically, you know, the wide-bodied jets can now land if only um, we could get direct flights. But yes. that's for another podcast and, <laughs> uh, and probably another decade. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yes. I mean, we've got to move political boundaries before uh, we're going to be able to uh, get direct flights. But people are still trying. I know there are petitions out, uh, maybe not from the UK, but direct flights from somewhere else. Who knows? But anyway, yes. So, uh, well, that's good. I haven't experienced Erjan yet. Maybe yeah, another time I'll get a chance uh, to come through. So as I was saying, I um, obviously been reading the news for the last month, like my first weekend here. um, Not only did they have the gas outage for the whole weekend in Jersey, there was this horrific attack by Hamas into Israel. And now, of course, all the Israel reprisals uh, back into Gaza, reading about it every bulletin. And it's it's heartbreaking on both sides. 
And of course, you know, shocked and dismayed what with what's happening. And of course, North Cyprus, always very strategic. You know, when you when you see the big map, when they show it on the news, uh, Cyprus right, right there. And I, I'm just wondering if you've heard anything about how people are seeing things happening out there in, in North Cyprus. As far as the expats are concerned, I think we all feel terribly safe. You know, two British sovereign bases, goodness knows how many thousand Turkish troops. I've always felt incredibly safe, but we are very, very close to a hugely volatile area. And as we know, was it from Syria a few years ago? You know, a stray bomb landed in our mountains here. That is always a worry about, you know, a missile going off off the beaten track. The, the biggest change I've noticed since the war started was I've had estate agents telling me about the number of inquiries they've had from Israel in particular, and indeed from Palestine as well. So uh, whether we're mm. going to get a huge influx, because I know Israelis are going to be worried. It's a war. Yeah. Okay. You know, you can take sides and say you shouldn't have done this, you shouldn't have done that. And but the fact is, their country is at war. And of course, the trouble with all wars is the rest of the world start taking sides and Mm. it can really, really escalate. And maybe Israelis and indeed Palestinians alike can find sanctuary and safety uh, in the TRNC. We'll, We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, well, they're already, as as we know, a lot of Israelis um, in uh, in North Cyprus. So I would imagine, yes, indeed. And of course, Lebanon, a um, lot of Lebanese as well. I mean, that's just 40 minutes away, you know, by, by flight, isn't it, as well? So, uh, yes, as you say, it might end up being a safe haven. But obviously, UK using using South Cyprus to... Um, you know, launch its its planes from if they're keeping a sort of watchful eye, maybe the Americans as well. And of course, the Americans um, bombed somewhere in Iran yesterday. So that, you know, doesn't bode well. Either. So yeah, as you say, it's a bit of a powder keg at the moment. And um, we obviously, you know, hearts go out to all the all the people not involved it's the it's the people sitting elsewhere that are that are commanding it, aren't they? Um, but it's the the people on the ground that are suffering dreadfully. We'll keep an eye on that. Something else I read in T Vine about a huge travel publicity initiative. Um, it was at Westfield Stratford Shopping Centre in London, uh, near to where they held the Olympics at the time. But it, it looked pretty good. And has it upset the Greek side? I mean, I, it usually does. Anything like that? What more can you tell us, Rog? <laughs> well, I. I- I haven't heard anything about the upset, but the answer to that is, of course, they'll be upset. How dare you advertise a, an illegal place that's occupied? Anyway, sod them. Uh, it's a fantastic three-day promotion of all that's good about the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus. As you say, it's at one of the biggest shopping centres in the world. I don't think it's as big as the Westfield one at Shepherd's Bush. No. But it, it's, it's still... Pretty big. Uh, big. Mm. And um, apparently it's gone down really, really well. And the amount of people, Sarah, that I've met in the UK in the last fortnight that said to me, oh, we've been to the north, but we were told not to go. You know, we landed at Paphos, we were in a hotel there, and we've been north and found it a really, really lovely place. Mm. Two or three people I've Mm. spoken to have said exactly the same thing. But uh, in this article in T-Vine, it's it's quite interesting that there's a lot of statistics uh, about how many people have come over. And I won't bore you with that, but what's interesting is who is coming 
to the TRNC. It says the vast majority of the visitors to the TRNC, and we've had two million international visitors, um, that most of them are from Turkey, followed by Russians, Iranians and Germans, with Britons in fifth place. Wow. And traditionally, UK holidaymakers were much higher up the list, but it's now been overtaken by Russians, Iranians and uh, Germans. And who knows, in the future, in the near future, maybe more Israelis and a few Palestinians. So uh, I found that quite interesting, that there's now fewer British visitors than there used to be. Where, well, I don't know that, but they've been overtaken in volume by those yeah. countries I've just mentioned. But anyway, nice to see the TRNC blazed across the Westfield Shopping Centre in Stratford, and long may it continue. Indeed, yes. Not, I know- that, not, that, I, not that I want <laughs> the uh, Greek Cypriots upset in any shape or form, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you can't see what he's doing on the video, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, so there's the World Travel Market, I know, as well. That's coming up in November. I don't know if that's Olympia or the O2 or something like that. And I, I'm pretty sure that uh, the TRNC will be well represented there as well. So, uh, yeah, getting their name out there and getting uh, getting better known and making more diplomatic relations. I mean, that's all they can do, isn't it, really? Sort of just keep building on on the, on the their good nature, really. And, yes, as I say, it'll be uh, interesting. <laughs> Interesting to see how it pans out. Oh, just before we go, Rog, I just wanted to say thank you very much indeed for Willie Lint's book. If you listen to one of our podcasts called The Toothless UN One, Roger interviewed an amazing chap called Willie Lint, who has written a book called The Siege of Erenkoy. And he was in uh, North Cyprus, basically gun running for the Turkish Cypriots, got arrested in Sweden, put into prison. Uh, an amazing story. I haven't yet read the book. It probably one of the best travelled books. You've brought it over to the UK and then your son has brought it over to Jersey. So I need to go and get it from him. But I'm looking forward to reading that. So uh, thank you very much indeed for doing that. And I know you were kind enough to uh, bring it over to one of our listeners as well, um, who was very grateful. So thank you for doing that. And I look forward to reading it. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Uh, Roger, safe travels back to the TRNC for you and Mrs. B. And we will obviously catch up with you again in a couple of weeks. If you want to get in touch with us, it's easy to do. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Talking Round North Cyprus. We have an email address as well, which is trnc.podcast at gmail.com. I'm Sarah Palmer. And I'm Roger Barr. I look forward to talking to you again very, very soon.